0: Hey, this is a bonus episode for Aquarian Times. Welcome back. Um So happy New Year. <laughs> this is New Year's Eve day, and as you can hear, I still have that, you know, kind of nasal thing hanging on. Um, I've been so surprised that I have carried this thing for over a week or maybe even 10 days. I don't know how long it's been. Um, It's still with me. But I'm okay with that because, you know, I'm actually preferring to stay in and, you know, kind of be in a, um, you know, retreat kind of mode. And so it's kind of just another, you know, barrier to (laughs) having, you know, that I... I'm still kind of nursing myself. Anyway, I wanted to do, you know, a little personal share here um, on basically, you know, when you're working on the new year, (laughs) the end of the previous year, um, I talked about this last week doing a, a, a review you know, a a year-end review, looking back into your calendar, seeing what transpired. Um, And, uh, you know, some of us sometimes, you know, are very intense and rocky and tumultuous or eventful years, and some years are, you know, less eventful. And um, I guess it depends on your temperament, which you would prefer, but um so but what I'm interested in, you know it is interesting what happened externally, yes, that's interesting, but I think it's also interesting to think about where what happened internally over the last past year, and in terms of our personal growth, um our healing process, what we might have learned, how we might have grown, how we're becoming more able to be present and handle our emotions and love ourselves and uh, feel grounded and trust life all those things that's for me that's my new measuring stick um especially since i've been into life coaching which has been the last few years this is really how i um you know, this is how I track my own progress. It's not like, oh, I made, you know, I I did this this year and I got this much money and this many cars and (laughs) all that kind of stuff. For me, it's it's more like, again, just what I spoke of is how content do I feel? How able to sit with myself am I? How much self-acceptance do I have? So, Again, you could have a totally different measuring stick and um but this is what's important to me and uh if again, if you're really working on yourself, this is becomes what's important. So, I'm just throwing this out there. And uh so I thought I would share a little uh experience I had today which is um Some months back, I decided, um, you know, to pack like a go bag, like an emergency go bag. And um, I remember the day that I did it. And I packed this bag together. I thought, okay, extra pair of clothes, put my, you know, um, some snacks in there, put my important documents in there, put some money in there um flashlight, etc., these kinds of things. And <laughs> and so I, you know, packed it all up. I sealed it up. It's just a backpack and I put it on the shelf, right? And I had to dig into it the other day to to look into these my documents, to look at my passport, to for um driver's license renewal, etc. that I have to do. And um and so I pulled out the emergency bag and had to kind of dig into it. And I decided to, you know, just see what was in there because I—it's been a while. I can't even remember. So I started taking the contents of this emergency go bag apart. And um, I remember when I did it. I remember that I was in kind of a weird space because I don't like the idea, first of all, of having to prepare for an emergency. <laughs> Um, it kind of puts me in a weird space, you know. Um I have some tr- memories of, you know, having had to, whatever, being in similar mental states where I was, you know, worried about things, you know. And <clears throat> it just didn't put me in a very grounded space. And so I do definitely recall the process was... It was not a grounding process, it was kind of a re-traumatization <laughs> of oh, you know, like how what do I put in this bag and and the contents of the bag was really uh it was pretty bad in there. <laughs> I gotta say. I gotta say, I I had put in some clothes that I literally took out of there and put in the garbage. <laughs> I didn't even put them in a, um, you know, like a Goodwill bag or something because they were literally kind of disintegrated. Like, I, I, I thought I'd put in clothes that I didn't care that much about, you know, into the go bag. Um, but who wants to flee, you know, an emergency situation and then have these crappy threadbare clothes to wear? Like, that's not going to make you feel very comforted so yeah i just you know everything that i packed was like oh my god are you serious like my the socks were like you know like they basically were ready for the trash and same with uh thermal and the little threadbare t-shirt and and i just thought to myself wow My self-worth has improved a lot this year, (laughs) that I can even recognize that I would not hold on to such garments, even in an emergency. Like, this is, I deserve better than this, you know? (laughs) I deserve to have clean, nice clothes. Um, Even, again, um, I, yeah, I deserve this. And It was really important for me to see, you know, like the, the, um, the snacks that I packed was like this, you know, power bar that I don't even like. I don't even, I didn't even like them when I bought them. (laughs) So I put one in an emergency go bag so I could eat it when I'm in emergency and I need comfort and it's like disgusting chalk tasting power bar, you know? So, I could go on about, you know, kind of where all this all comes from. <laughs> but it's it's not the point of my story. Point of my story is I feel this year that I I've really been working on this um you know, idea of deservingness and um and I'm really proud of myself that I just took apart the contents and I didn't have any, you know, um, or scarcity mindset or, um, anything. I just threw away these funky clothes that actually kind of smelled because I'd been, (laughs) you know, shoved into this bag for how many months? I don't know. Um, I, you know, it's been since I've looked in there. Yeah, so I just want to encourage you, um, you know, some of us don't really know what the healing process looks like, like we don't know we're injured oftentimes, you know, we're walking around, we don't feel well, we don't totally know what's wrong because usually our outside world is mirroring back to us, you know, this dysfunction, and we were taught these things, you know. We were taught to have a scarcity mindset. We were, you know, and, and again, most of us have been. Um, and our culture teaches us this. It's just you can't really escape it. You have to train yourself out of it. And, um, and you have to wake up to the fact that it's just a fallacy, you know and it's a it's a vibrational frequency that we hold and when we decide you know that we're going to live in scarcity because it is a choice we can't accept more than that that is all we will allow into our life is you know no i i don't you know deserve better than that i'll I'll take the crumbs or i'll take second you know second hand whatever um because there's just a part of us that again has been you know conditioned at an er- early time that we we don't deserve more than that you know and i think it's um i don't know if it's like the number one wound on the planet but i i'd be you know <laughs> pressed hard pressed to to think of anyone who doesn't struggle with this in some capacity, um, it's very, 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 very common. And it's something that, again, um, we won't recognize the problem because it's been reinforced, usually, that we should think that way. And healing is about allowing ourselves to expand into to f- start f- taking up more space you know again this is we all have a different journey but if you're dealing with this wound it is about taking up more space um receiving more allowing goodness in you know and um and so if you're on a healing journey and again if you have any of these symptoms like um a lot of it has to do with again how what we surround ourselves with if you keep old stuff around you you know you're hanging on to the frequency of the past and of not having enough and of living in fear basically and this is something again it takes a long time to rise above even this mindset um because it seems logical, but it really keeps us at a low vibration. And I was happy to see that, you know, again, within one year's time, because I know uh, I packed that bag sometime in 2023. I don't know when it was, what month, but even in however many months that was ago, less than 12, I can see that I've changed, you know, I can see that I've shifted. And that the old me who put that bag together is no longer with us. <laughs> and I'm really happy to say that. And uh, and it was for me this measuring stick, you know, of, wow, you know, this is proof right now um, that I've grown. And even if, you know, a lot of external things haven 't shown up yet in my world, um, we have to do the foundational internal shifts for those things to show up, and this is what it looks like you know and um so I just wanted to share that little story and uh, i I hope it was helpful and illustrative illustrative of this journey again if we 're on this healing path, it is extremely mysterious um you know we can have mentors we can look for mentorship and we will not always get the message that is the healing message for us sometimes we'll find mentors that encourage us you know in the wrong direction you know um again to uh ignore our needs or to have scarcity mindset, or to live in fear in some way. Because most people have that mindset. And it's really rare to find someone who has deconditioned themselves from that fear programming, because it is so convincing. And um, I just want to say that uh, as you walk your journey and you look for uh, mentors, you look for people to um, you know model uh, your life path after you know you look for inspiration and um, you have to be really really tuned in and awake you know and again it, it's it 's just a you know as far as i 'm concerned it 's just a matter of timing as we go through um, you know, our own process that we start to peel back layers and wake up to the messaging that is actually keeping us small, keeping us locked down, um, and keeping us in fear. So, uh, so I encourage you on your journey to, you know, maybe use this time to start to recognize, uh, the difference, you know, between an expansive way of living and a contractive um, way of life. And again, the same person can have both qualities, and we will always, of course, have both, um, you know, that we're working on. But uh, it is so important to know, again, what progress looks like, you know. Because again, it can be as simple and as almost you know i mean this was very tangible but it's also kind of subtle you know i mean i could have just done that exercise you know looking through the bag and just not even given a second thought but i what i was shown was this old self version of me that truly i feel i've outgrown and i'm really happy about that (laughs) so i look forward to more growth more healing um and this is, again, this is the work that I that I help other people with. Um, and so if you're interested in starting to peel back the layers of your conditioning, your beliefs, uh, your way of living, um, that's holding you back, that's keeping you stuck, that's keeping you small, that's keeping you afraid, that's keeping you in self-doubt and, and self, um, and out of self-love, uh, then again, you can reach out to me. This is the work I'm doing with, with folks. And again, it's through life coaching and through tarot readings, uh, astrology readings. Um, so reach out if you're interested and, uh, here we go into the next year. So I'm looking forward to, again, more growth in 2024. It's an eight year. There's a lot more I can say, but I'll keep it there for now. Um, And yeah, thank you so much for listening. Wishing you a happy new year. Bye bye.